It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Travel recipes. Interviews. Oh, so very vegan. The podcast. The podcast. And your host, the chief veganologist, Dean IODC. Well, happy day to you and welcome to episode eight of Oh So Very Vegan, the podcast. First and foremost, I want to apologize for not publishing a show for the last couple of weeks. Kind of just been on the road doing some traveling, visiting some cities, eating at some great vegan restaurants. Didn't get a chance to put on the show and it's it's frustrating for me because I really wanted to stay on a schedule with this, but we're back and we're back on schedule and um, we're really excited about the content that we're going to be putting out in the next few episodes. First thing I want to do is I want to, when you have a podcast and you're, and you're sitting here and you're talking and you're not talking to anyone else and you're kind of just have to put some topics together and I read a lot of different vegan blogs and look in the news for things that are happening in the vegan world. You just don't know who's listening. I mean, you can see the downloads on the podcast and you can see which podcasts are more popular than the others. And then you try to say, oh, should I do more on that particular subject? And then when you go back and you listen to the podcast, it's like, it's so similar to the other ones. What was it about this podcast that was more popular than this podcast? But what really shows me where that we're doing well is when I read the reviews on iTunes that people have left. I hadn't looked at it for for a while and I just went in yesterday and I just kind of looked it over and don't have a lot because we're, we are still a new podcast. There's about five or six, but I just wanted a, a shout out to some of the listeners who, who took the time to read up, to leave us positive reviews and let you know that we really appreciate it and we're glad that you enjoy the show. Esther RG said, uh, very informative, five stars, love this podcast, found it by chance, it should be publicized more. Thank you so much, Esther, really appreciate you being a listener. Another one was a thumbs up, five stars, great podcast by JK, JKJJ, this is a great podcast, exclamation point. The episodes are short, but full of great information. Thank you so much. Also, five stars from by Kayla. Twitter handle stars or stars or lights, um, at stars or lights. As someone who is working on transitioning to a vegan lifestyle, this podcast is inspirational and informative, without feeling judgmental at all. I rarely listen to podcasts, but I always listen to this one. Wow, that is like thank you so much for that. I'm and I think a large part of my audience is. People who are transitioning from um, maybe a vegetarian to a vegan or maybe just wholeheartedly going for it, going from just a regular carnivore uh, meat eater to a vegan lifestyle. And I, I, have a, I know I have a lot of those listeners and there's a lot of listeners, there's a lot of readers of the blog who are in that situation. And there's a lot of people on our Facebook page who are, who are also in that situation. I love the part when she said without feeling judgmental at all because, you know, life is too short. And I just had a conversation with a friend of mine who's into vegan life, um, Victoria Moran of Main Street Vegan. She's like the queen of vegan. And it's like, I told her the other day, you know, Victoria, I'm getting so frustrated with a lot of the comments that we get on Facebook. And every time you post something, the naysayers fly out. I posted a an article from another uh, news site about the Beyonce situation, and I might have mentioned this in my last podcast as well. She's, she has a, a new business where she's doing vegan food delivery. Just a ton of negativity, just calling her all kinds of names, calling her all negative comments, and it's very frustrating. And so, and it, it doesn't have to be a celebrity superstar to bring out these this negativity. And it's, you know, I see people come on to vegan sites and they ask questions and 
not all, but some, a large selection of these vegans say, say oh, they're very judgmental, and they they put people down. And so when Kayla says that everything's inspirational and informative without feeling judgmental at all, that's really where we want it to go. And, and we're excited to hear that. And I thank you for that. Because what's the point of being judgmental? I mean, you're doing the best you can, right? And it's 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 a bummer when, when you get, I call them the diehards of the vegan police, come out in droves and just start pointing fingers. And it really doesn't help anybody. About the Beyonce thing, you have to understand that Beyonce or J-Lo or any of these celebrities who you have seen wearing fur coats in the past or are not 100% diehard vegans and who still drive Rolls Royces with leather seats, but they're just on a vegan diet, to point them out and say, oh, they're not real vegans, they shouldn't even be doing this, you shouldn't buy their products, da 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 that is missing the point of what these people are doing. Um, they are spreading the word. Being a vegan and being in a compassionate place, isn't that powerful? Isn't that great? If you think about the audience that Beyonce has or the audience that J-Lo has, it's, it's not 25 people. It's not a thousand people. It's thousands upon thousands of people worldwide. And when she speaks the word of vegan, if she converted a few thousand people, is isn't that beneficial for everybody? Think about the benefits of it for a second. Number one, less animals are hurt, tortured. Number two, more vegan products are created, more vegan products are purchased, pricing of vegan products goes down, supply and demand. So if you have these spokespeople who are all of a sudden preaching what you're into, but because you saw them with a fur coat years ago, you're gonna put them in a negative space. It, it's not. It's not the right thing to do, and and you're missing the point of what what they're happening. What's happening here? And I know it's true because a lot of the time, a lot of times when we post on on our Facebook page or make blog posts, and I'll give you a, a clear example. We we just put out a post today: top ten vegan fast food restaurants. Now, gotta understand. Some people live in cities where there's not an abundance of vegan restaurants. You can't live your life saying, I'm never going to eat out. I'm only going to eat what I cook. I, mean, I guess you could if you want to put yourself in that situation and, and have, live a miserable life. Maybe you just don't like to eat out, um, whatever. But for those of us who are out and about, we're in a rush, we don't have time for a meal, isn't it great to know that there are vegan spots out there or, or, or fast food restaurants that have vegan options. Someone voiced their opinions on saying the article was misleading. Um, a lot of these places have used breads that are Panera Bread, for instance, uses eggs in their bread and dot, 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 dot. She ended the conversation by her comment by saying, I hope I don't offend anybody with this and just play it safe. Just choose not to eat at these places. So it's like, okay. So... You know, I'm out and about. I'm, I'm going to search for a vegan restaurant in my city. There are none. There's one. The closest one is in another city, maybe 40 miles away. What do I do? I have no problem going into these type of restaurants and ordering something and eating it. I do the best I can. And so people like Kala here, who is transitioning to the vegan lifestyle, the last thing she needs is to be judged or finger pointed at or worry about everything that she's eating what's inside of it is it not 100% vegan and so whenever we eat out I'm, I'll, I'll even say even when you eat at a vegan restaurant I'd be shocked if there's not things in their food that maybe just kind of slipped in yeah we can uh, if we know something's not vegan if there's eggs in a product yeah we shouldn't eat it let's not live our lives with a label on ourselves or stuck in a corner or 
or things like that, it's very frustrating and I, I choose not to live my life like that. And Kawa, I'm sure from your comment here, you don't live your life like that either. And that's cool. That's really good. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Another podcast by Matt, Mc, Matt McWilliams. Um, he says, awesome. Gives me five stars. Oh, so very vegan podcast is awesome. Dean IDC is doing a great job. Keep up the awesome. Wow, that's a great testimonial. Thanks so much for that, uh, Matt. Really appreciate the feedback. I mean, if you if you listen to this podcast and you like it, I would, I would really appreciate the feedback because it does a couple things for us. Number one, it helps the podcast get higher in the rankings so more and more people can find it. And number two, strokes my ego. No, just kidding. Number two, it, well, it does stroke my ego, but that's a whole nother podcast. All seriousness, it really helps me gauge what, what people like. And so, you know, when they get like Kala's point here, she's transitioning. She doesn't want, she wants inspiration. She wants information. She doesn't want to be judged. So that makes me feel like we're doing things the right way. Hopefully more and more people will leave us positive feedback. So really appreciate that. Thanks so much. I was listening to a show a couple weeks ago and they were talking about a vegan lifestyle being unhealthy. It's a, it's an interesting subject because you have to understand that just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're eating healthy. Because there are vegans who are way too skinny, who are not eating enough calories a day, who are not getting enough uh, nutrients in their foods. There are other vegans who are overweight, who are just eating junk food. And that's true for any diet, no matter what you do. There's healthy foods in a diet and there's non-healthy foods in a diet. And it's very, very easy when you're getting started in a vegan diet or been doing a vegan diet for long periods of time. It's very easy to put yourself into a corner and be more of a, a junk food vegan. So you start eating foods that are fast foods or junk foods or processed foods. You go to Whole Foods Market, they have tons of uh, vegan foods, macaroni and cheese, um, you know, white pasta, not great for you. If you go to the frozen food section, Tofurky has frozen pizzas. Obviously, it's processed food. Anything in moderation is good. Remember, just do it in moderation. So, you know, consuming large quantities of these type of things, probably not the best choice for you. So how many of you had a chance to watch the Super Bowl? I know it's it's a couple weeks now since the game was played. It was a great game, probably one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. But this is not, I don't want to talk about football. I want to talk about commercials. And the interesting thing is, I heard a conversation a couple weeks ago about how the meat and dairy industries, they'll never go away. They're kind of like the oil industry. Like they're so huge, they have all this money and there's so much money behind it. And, and you always see the beef, it's what's for dinner commercial, pork, the other white meat. Obviously you've seen the milk commercials, milk it does about it good. These companies have done Super Bowl commercials, they've done everything and you'll never see a commercial for broccoli during the Super Bowl because there's just no money behind it. But wasn't it great to see the avocado commercial during the Super Bowl. It was support Mexico for avocados. And and it wasn't a memorable commercial, but it was pretty cool to see that because a Super Bowl commercial for just a couple seconds, <laughs> 30 seconds, something like $4 million. The avocado industry is alive and well, and hopefully we can, we can go out and support them and keep buying up those avocados because they're so good. It's great, it's great to see that a vegetable is now, you know, running Super Bowl commercials, and it's so much better than seeing the, the meat and the milk and the and the uh, pork commercials. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's kind of neat to see. So I want to talk about a new segment we're going to do here on the podcast, and we call it "What's Inside." Today's "What's Inside" is "What's Inside a Portobello Mushroom." 
Don't you love portobello mushrooms? They're like so amazing. You can do anything with them. You can chop them up, you can put them in a stir fry, you can just grill them right on the grill, rub a little olive oil on them, you can uh, pan fry them, you can steam them, you can do just about anything with them. They make, you can stuff them with um, some breadcrumbs and some veggies. You could use them as burgers. They make great burgers. So many restaurants serve portobello burgers, but they're, it's, just a, it's just a great, great, versatile uh, vegetable. And so let's talk about what's inside a portobello mushroom. It's pretty interesting. One portobello mushroom, one you know decent-sized portobello mushroom has 22 calories. It's 0.17 grams of fat, and it's 4.26 grams of carb, 2.1 grams of protein. Believe that? There's 2.1 grams of protein in a portobello mushroom. When your friends say, when you tell people that I'm vegan and they say, how do you get your protein? Well, as you can see, there's protein in just about everything. And then there's 2.1 grams in a portobello mushroom. That's pretty cool. And you can do so many things with them. They have a little bit of saturated fat, very tiny polysaturated fat, monosaturated fat, very little. I mean, we're talking about 0.022 grams, no cholesterol, obviously. Sodium is five milligrams and it has 407 milligrams of potassium. So it's not just bananas that are packed with potassium. 4.26 grams of carbs. We need carbs for energy. Uh, there's 1.3 grams of fiber in portobello mushrooms. 1.51 grams of sugar. And they are 1% calcium, 3% iron. So portobello mushrooms are, um, when people say mushrooms are not, you know, there's no nutritional value in a mushroom, well, it's a lie. Portobello mushrooms have a lot of great things inside of them. Hope that helps. Go out and get some portobello mushrooms and make yourself a nice stir fry or a nice portobello mushroom burger. So, you know, I love um, talking about all this stuff with you guys and I hope I hope you get a lot out of, out of our podcast and I really appreciate the positive feedback from, from some of our, our listeners and if you find the time, um, go leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you like the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And um, once again, we know the time, your time is very valuable and the time you spend with us is also appreciated. And um, be sure to visit our website, osoverryvegan.com. Uh, leave us a positive review about the podcast and join us on Facebook. You know, give us a like out there. and We post there every single day and uh, we'd love to hear from you. That said, we will see you in one week. Oh, so very vegan, the podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.